0: Because when it's about the music, it's the universal code like of love. Like I don't know. That's how I feel about it.
1: This is Champagne is also a band podcast. One songwriter, one song. I'm Sven, your host for a journey into the music of Champagne Band. Recorded in the Blue Box studio with a songwriter from the Champagne Urbana music scene past or present champagne is also a band podcast is proud to be a part of the champagne showers podcast network
2: Welcome to Champagne is also a band podcast. Today, we have Lola Honey on. And you may know Lola from such bands as New Souls, Mother Nature, Restore, Code Red, Unfamiliar Vibes, and Affinity. Lola, welcome to the show.
0: Hi, nice to be here. Thank you, Sven.
2: We're going to be listening today to your song, Dreams.
0: Yes, it's the first song that I ever ever dropped and it was it's just been an inspiration to me because it was like me seeing myself in the future you know as an artist so yeah it's just my favorite
2: without further ado let's listen to the song
3: He frees me, he needs me, truth, he holds me, he knows me, he shows me truth, believe that, he keeps me, he gives me, the feeling, I really been seeking, the same thing that I see when I'm dreaming, he said my voice soothes, he said it feel like Jill Scott live in the park midnight with a full moon,
2: Welcome back. So, my favorite question to always ask first and foremost is what came first with this song? Was it the lyrics or was it the the music, the beats that came first?
0: The beat was definitely made first. I was in a creative session with some of friends of mine, the great thinkers, and they were having a beat uh. cipher. Which I had never heard of because I mean I just never like saw my you know a group of people purposely in a row just like sharing one beat after another and then letting the round get judged. it was really cool and that song came on and my friend uh, Row playing Row uh, Row Marcellus now <laughs> uh, he played that beat and I was like that song is mine like i was like i don't know i could hear the melodies so definitely the music came first and then i wrote the lyrics that came to me later they had me judging the the beat cypher so i was like that beat wins and i want it and it was the first one that kind of prompted me to write my own song
2: how far back was this
0: i just moved back to champagne from chicago So, and I was like, you know, getting back in with the music scene. Yeah, it was around 2014.
2: Since you mentioned it, uh, you said you came back to Champaign. So, did you grow up here in Champaign? Or Champaign or Urbana, I mean?
0: I went to high school here, yes. I did my high school career here and part of middle school. But yeah, I've been here with my family for a while, over 10 years off and on.
2: I'm going to dive right back into the song. What particular section did you start, or did you start with the intro that you you had?
0: (laughs) It's actually, it's funny. So my friend who was there, the reason why I was at that creative session was uh, clever, because I started working on it immediately after I had this, you know, idea go off. Everybody's like, okay, yeah, let's make this song. And I was like, trying to figure out, I knew there was some poetry that was going to be in it. You know, parts of it were going to feel more like I was talking, Than singing, you know what I mean, and then people will try to say I was rapping, but I'm like I'm not a rapper. It's just some poetry, you know. Even though poetry is supposed to be a part of rap, but they don't know what that is anymore. I feel like definitely the beginning had nothing to do with everything else, but then it really just tied itself all back in because the beginning is just that he uh, he needs me, he sees me, he frees me. It was like it, it turned into the way I wrote the song because it it was like. I was going to use different metaphors, but I was like, why not just use love? And it was like, I think we met before, but it was also entendres about me saying, I think I've seen myself in the future or or coming out of my past and like being able to still like, you know, see forward. I have this really cool video concept coming up for it, too.
2: Oh, really? Okay.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah.
2: Awesome.
0: I want that to be the first video I made since it was the first one.
2: Did you have a particular image in your head when you were thinking about this? He sees me, he frees me, he needs me. Were you thinking of like this ideal person that you would fall in love with?
0: Yes. I could, I could even say pieces of people, you know, good things out of experiences that I've had. It's like this... This love that we all imagine that is, like, free and open. It does all those things naturally. He holds me. He knows me. He shows me truth believe that. Like, it's just very, like, you know, nailed in your foot. Like, that's that kind of love. It was my way of writing it, yes, was to imagine that I think I saw you in my dreams, but I haven't met you yet. Like, you know what I mean? Right, just, yeah. That's what, That's why it's great. I,
2: I love, I love some of the, the words. You bring in these certain imageries in, and you also have, like, colors and, like, almost the, the most idyllic romantic moments ever.
0: I can make that happen. I feel like I have to, like, that's how we do it. You do it by making it, like, dramatically overdoing it and being like, yeah, my life is like that. Like-
2: <laughs> <laughs> were there any particular images that you used in here that were from a specific moment that you recall? Because there's, like, he said it feel like Jill Scott live in the park.
0: Midnight with full moon, Yeah. <laughs> I mean, so yeah, there are, there are, <laughs> there, yeah. So someone actually did say that to me. You know what I mean? Like that was <laughs> something. No, for real. Like no, when I was in Chicago, I was in a very interesting love. You know what I mean? And he yeah. did say that to me when I was under a full moon. You know what I mean? And I was singing out in the park, like you know, we were just hanging out in college. But he did say that to me. Like he just he said I reminded him of Jill Scott. So, you know, it works. I own it because he said it about me, so I don't got (laughs) to, (laughs) like...
2: It's all good. The one thing that I kind of love about this is, you know, especially if we were to talk about, like, the nature of dreams and, like, Mm -hmm. things that we envision when we fall asleep and we're just kind of able to picture anything and everything that we always wanted, it kind of does go back to that idyllic imagery. But also, I kind of love this, that, that whole, like, wanting this person that isn't there yet, but we know that we will get at some point. Like the, I, I love that.
0: It's a, hope. it's a hopeful song. <laughs>
2: yeah, I love this line. Um, I'd be up late singing your name to these chords. Like, I I, I, I mean, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't put myself as any kind of great songwriter at all. But I do picture that, like you're just sitting there and you're just thinking about this person and you're just playing these few chords back and forth and you're like, I really like this chords and it makes me feel like this person, this person I haven't met, but you know,
0: yeah, I mean, it reminds me of their presence. That's how I, that's how I think uh, you know psychological memory works. Like when you smell some food and it reminds you of memory. Yeah, I think music works that way very much so. So i'll give you a little secret about my video because the i heard the song i saw the video and i've seen a video sort of done this way before i mean you know nothing really you know it's it's not going to be a new concept but the way i do it it's going to be these two states of me. you know what i mean like day and night getting up like one's going to get up today. And the other me is gonna get up at night. Because my dreams can be in the daytime with my eyes open, also. And you will use that word so loosely, like vernacular, like, oh, you're dreaming. Like, yeah. I wanted to go through both and then they all sort of meet back to one. I like run into me and I realize I'm just looking for myself type craziness. But yeah, I mean, and then once you stop worrying about it, you know, then I run into the person. You know what I mean? Once I find my it's gonna be like, cause that's what it was for me. It was like, it was a coming out for me too, because I was like, do I, am I a singer or am I not? Like, can I write music? Like this is my first song. So it was, I, I had a challenge for myself. Yeah, this was my first all about myself.
2: Is there someone in your life right now that makes you feel these things or are you still <laughs> looking?
0: <laughs> I think there is someone. Absolutely. But I'm never looking. Like, yeah, I let the universe bring it to me. I have love in my life. I have people around me that I know do love me. I'm in a great, blessed place in my life right now. Even though things are crazy and confusing, like, yeah, I do feel that love. You know, it should be electric, like when you drag your feet on the floor and you touch something like both. And I just feel like the more I speak things into existence, the more they like reveal themselves to me. So I don't know, it's been crazy like that. <laughs>
2: I, I keep getting pulled back to the bridge that you have where...
0: The bridge is heavy, yeah.
2: You mentioned before, like, when I asked you if, if there was somebody in your life that was, um, like, that fit this, and then you spoke about all the people, the the wonderful people in your life that are, you know, people that you love and love you, and... That's why I just kind of thought back to the to the bridge here the
0: bridge is another it says baby I still so it says "Baby I still feel you, you lost me, you no know I lost you and mm. that that is it it's just a telltale to like now I haven't lost a child personally, but at the time, I did know somebody who did, oh. and they were they are in my family, and my grandmother is their grandmother. It was like even reaching back to to understand life ahead, you know what I mean? Or death coming ahead. Maybe I still feel you lost me. No, I lost you in a nightmare. I still see you in my, in my, what did I say? In, in my mental, color, black and white, yeah, yeah. I was like black and white, like a, like a sonogram. You know what I mean? Yeah. And oh. I'm like yeah, I still see you in know, my mental, not black and white. I still feel my grandma friend. And then it's like a back now. I'm coming back into reality. Like oh, the person who does love me and care is still here. I still know it's true. Like I told, said in the beginning when you say it, you know those images. I can't wait to do the video. It is my favorite for that reason because it has so many possibilities. Because that's how dreams work. I believe I can like. So to control them and step into them too, if we wanted to, like, you know, we I'm working on it, you know.
2: <laughs> I got such a sense of warmth, but that does also seem, it, it seems warm, but it that also seems sad at the same time. I don't know. I've always thought, you know, it's, it's good that when somebody leaves us that it hurts because it, it reminds us of how much we actually cared about them so deeply.
0: Yeah. And the love and, and it, I feel like sometimes it is sad like because it cuts you and, and lost all its hurts. But it's like, it should be our job to turn that into a positive. You know what I mean? Like, keep living and not let it, like, kill us because that's, you know, the job is to live, you know, that's it.
2: I'll go ahead and throw out my favorite line from this. You'll have to tell me what your favorite line is. So, my favorite is, like, visions of the sun slowly setting over a horizon he picked for me.
0: Yeah, that part is it, the way it comes out. <laughs> that second verse is crazy. It's like, I need you mother rest and like Anita. Yeah, I just want to sing him songs. That's my favorite part, because he believes in me, maybe just to give him, or maybe just to give myself therapy. I sing to him. He gives me clarity on me. Like, he can't you know, he can't. He's not. It's not job to fix it. Like it's just to be real with me. Like that's my favorite part. Or just, or maybe just to give myself therapy. That part is just like, yeah. Because I always think, for me. I hope it relates to you. I hope you get something out of it.
2: The other part that I, I really enjoy about this is, yeah. There's, there's the sense of a person. Maybe this person that would be the love, of the special person. But it's also about like believing in yourself that you're worth. Being loved. Okay, so standard person, here's the song for the first time. What would be the thing that you want them to, like, walk away with?
0: The power of love, yes. <laughs> like, because it can it can move mountains.
2: So is there anything that you'd like to, like, say about this, this song in particular?
0: Without my collective in Chicago that I came away from, there's a group of artists that I went to Columbia and Chicago with. that like, helped me just, like, I did some feature work out there with them. But I never made my own song because I just hadn't had the guts, like to actually say this is a song I wrote. I'm a you know, I sang all my life in choirs, or you know, and I really hated that. I hated wearing the same thing as everybody else. But like, without them, that song would have never happened. So that's what I will say. We went in Chicago. They are. It's just, and it's no label, no forcing, you know, anything. It's just like a group of people who push each other and are there for each other in all ways, not just music, but definitely motivating in the art sense, so.
2: Yeah, and and you said that was The Great Thinkers?
0: Oh, The Great Thinkers, yeah. That's where I was when I got the song, though. <laughs> when, I, when I got the chops, yeah. I was with Clever and The Great Thinkers. And that beat was made by Romell. His name is Ro now online, and then Rockmore, the great Rockmore.
1: Even in the midst of the current coronavirus pandemic, the Jubilee Cafe is continuing to serve packaged, home-cooked meals free to all every Monday evening, 5 to 6.30 p.m. Meals are available for pickup outside the 6th Street door to the Community United Church of Christ in Champaign, Illinois, 805 South 6th Street. Jubilee Cafe's mission remains the same. Feed hungry people by cooking healthy and delicious meals. We are open to anyone who cares to receive a meal. For information on the meal or how to volunteer, go to the Jubilee Cafe C-U-C-C Facebook page or email us at jubilee.cafe at community-ucc.org. Welcome back.
2: Although I want to get to the like the Champaign Urbana music scene, which I feel like you're you're really like a big part of. You know your collaborations that you do and your features and the stuff that you do with uh, like New Souls and uh, Mother Nature. I, I really think that's like some of the roots of some of the really great music here in Champaign Urbana. How did you get in into like singing? Like, how did you know you had a voice?
0: When I was younger, like. I remember being in choir and it being like this sort of like second nature thing. Cause we all had to be in choir and you know what I mean? We had no choice. Yeah. Our parents were in the church or they were like, my mom was, she was an eldress. I think you'd call it like, and a female elder. Yes. And, and you know, my mom sings us to sleep every night. My mom is a singer, she sings in church. Always, she always has. I've never not seen her singing in church while I was growing up. Every Sunday, eighteen years, <laughs> we were just talking about this with my friend. Every Sunday, she was singing, and every night, you know, she made up bedtime songs, and it was just because music was flowing through her. You know what I mean? And I can't. I don't know if science would, you know, be able to explain. But but it was just a thing. She made it a thing. Maybe that's what it was—just manifestation. But I remember being in choir, and I had this solo this one time, and not when I was younger and like I had to do it. This was like in my teens. I remember just sort of having this. I had this moment of like sort of stillness. You know what I mean? There was no specific book or you know person I or with a name you know that I attribute this feeling to. But like, just like I couldn't see anyone. Like I knew everyone was there, and I couldn't. But I couldn't really see them could hear them, but they were just like the light, you know, it was just like, and I could, but I, I could hear my voice and I could feel what was happening. When I opened my eyes, it's like everyone was crying, you know, and there was this, and I was like, oh my gosh, and I almost got scared. So I'm like, what did I do? Like, I didn't want to make everybody sad, but they were just so moved. And I was like, okay, that's a gift. Like, that's not, like, I felt some, something happening through me. So I always love music, but not just, it's different when you attach it to a purpose, it has power. You know what I mean. The power has direction. It's like a vector. It needs magnitude and, you know what I mean. It, 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 I, I knew then. I was like, I got something that I don't need. Like I need to know how to use this thing. Like I need to figure this out. You know, it was kind of weird. But even then, I was just like in high school. Like I was. I didn't. I never skipped class. <laughs> but I did used to go to chorus class all the time, even though I wasn't in chorus. I was a musician, of course. Because in my house, you had to play an instrument and a sport. Like it, it was no joke. Uh, you know, but. I don't know it was like i didn't want to do it for fun though I, knew I didn't just want to join another choir and not that i had to be like some featured solo artist or anything but i just knew i wanted to sing i knew i wanted to sing real music i don't know i had to use my gift correctly i had this weird feeling that if i didn't or if it wasn't i don't know if it was ever like misused it can be so damaging and not just to me but to the masses of, of you know when my voice gets amplified or rotated you know over and over mm-hmm. like i just I can't... And that is something I took from my Christian experience with my mom. Because you cannot take that pulpit lightly. You are being amplified that therefore you have influence, therefore you have power. Because otherwise, whatever you have has the potential to jump to someone else. It's just its very dangerous. Energy is always transferred. It's never lost. Because I believe
2: that. There are people that are professional musicians that take it seriously because that's their craft. But it sounds to me like you... This is not just
0: It would be so much easier if it was. <laughs> but it, it is not. You know the best example I can give you how people misuse the scripture, it's like fire in my bones. They try to joke and say it's like the Holy Ghost and it feels it's filling me up and but Jeremiah had fire and it was a pain. It was it was, he was, it wasn't it, it wasn't a good celebration fire. It was like if you don't do right, it was a convicting fire. I feel the songs, I, t- I hear them now, like, I hear them all day, so I know that I'm supposed to be, like, and don't get me wrong, I'm not perfect, but I am, when it comes to the music, I won't play about that, like, anything else, I'm still working on that, but I do know when it comes to the music and my voice, for some reason, like, <laughs> that yeah. is unbeknownst to me, I have to do it right.
2: Like, you have a responsibility because of the yeah. talents that you have that you need to share that gift.
0: There are souls that, need, that may just need encouragement or light, and I know I'm like, I'm walking light. Why would I just hold it in? Or use it to shine on something dark, you know? <laughs> like that would, you know I mean? I mean, yes, getting those dark places for healing purposes. As long as I sing, I think my mom's okay. You know what I mean? Like she'll be fine, but if I ever went into, and not even just like a worldly sense, or like was naked per se, but like just like didn't use it for encouragement and for light and for positive, you know, positive energy, you're like, she would, you know, that would be the only thing that she'd be mad about. Like, that's, you know, that's what I, I'm going for.
2: How did you start, like, performing?
0: In town? Oh, it's a so funny. So funny story. One of my very close family members was ill. And I had to come home. I decided to come home. They did not want me to come home, <laughs> but I did. And I was out and about, and I decided that I wasn't singing anymore. I kind of just paused. I didn't say I wasn't sing. I didn't say, like, I'd never sing again. I wasn't that mad, but I kind of was just like not taking any shows. You know what I mean? And like not, or like. And at this time, I wasn't like performing downtown or anything yet. This when I say a show, I mean like singing with my mom's group or like singing in a Christian group. Or you know what I mean? Or like going to do a solo at a church or something like that. Or like maybe, maybe something with our little jazz quartet from high school that we had. You know, like our people that I played. You know, little things, not singing like new songs yet. So I was out at Cowboy, back when Cowboy used to be a thing. Cowboy's on Tuesday when Michael used to run the town. And me and Michael and Kayla and everybody else, we, we, we they, it's cool. But yeah, Tuesday was like Saturday. And I went in, and I remember I was late. And I asked Michael, could I sing or could I sign up? And, like, I was nervous, too. I think I could have, like, if I had went when I first came in, I probably would have sang. But because I waited until the last minute, he was like, no, nah, you got to come back next week. Okay, cool. I'm gonna come back, and I'm gonna like do it again. And I came in, and we sang together. And he was like, "You gotta come back every week, just like that." And then, like within a couple of weeks, we were, you know, singing songs and realizing how just got to know each other as friends immediately. Like he was like, "Come back every week," and not like you know, he was just like, "Yeah, you should come sing." Like please come share that. Like like you know, like just straight up. And I was like, you know what? I dig this dude. He's just like not having any expectations of me. It's not for, because I had also just come from Columbia and Chicago singing with the great Dr. Owens and like being a, you know, a very important voice, you know, because I chose to use my gift in that way. And I was just like, and going through the storm I was going through, it just gave me this very, very. Positive, healthy outlet, you know, with music involved. You know what I'm saying, and not just like sitting around not getting anything done, or just like you know, session recording sessions with music that never ever gets put out. You know, it, it was like Michael was, my, <laughs> he's really. <laughs> I don't want to call it a circus. It did turn into a circus some nights, but like he was our ringmaster. But for for the arts, you know what I mean? Like in in a Cirque du Soleil kind of way, though. You know, it was bougie. Like and and it was he was there for me. And that then, like within a couple of weeks, he's like, "Let's start a band." And that was the end of it. Like it was over after that. Like it was just like that's how like i got back in touch with you know shasta and we started mother we got into the mother nature music like everything that's how everything just started like all these vines just started branching off of it because i also was just like yeah i got you every tuesday i'm in here like and not because i'm a resident artist just because thank you for giving me a stage just to be free and be me like and that meant more to me than anything i was so mad i feel like the metaphor i tried to use is i was trying to like go through the window of my own like next thing and Michael was kinda like the doors open like <laughs> <laughs> and I was so emotional like, and like then and then like and then the song and then dreams came out like just like that. It was just like that. And then we played Summer Camp, you know what I mean? And it was and it was just like things just you know, it I'm just I'm so grateful, to and you know, idea, even though like, you know, it's it's been so hard not to see him and not sing with him all the time right now. It's been crazy. I miss him right now. <laughs>
2: Do you have a particular favorite venue in Champaign-Urbana? Uh,
0: that's a toss-up. I don't know if I can answer that question. My friends are involved. <laughs> oh,
2: okay. I, I can like, cut that out.
0: No, okay, okay, okay. Do I have a favorite place? Like, okay, I would... Because we're not going to make it about the venue. I'm going to say my favorite place to sing. <laughs> yeah. My favorite place to sing, or the place I've had the most like memorable like singing experience and it's gonna sound crazy but it's watson's and it's because we were packed in there and everybody was there and it was a you had to be there moments you know what i mean it was also the new place that was just unencumbered to the downtown scene and it was just good vibes i'll never forget that show like sometimes like the architecture of the building and the bar can lead to lack of flow and like you know what i mean like and then lots lots of people had that even though we was in that, it was like it was like a little juke joint. Like it, we had such a great night. Like that's one of the newer places that I was like, yeah, like this is my spot.
2: What's the best show that you have ever seen in champaign Urbana?
0: That I've ever seen. Yeah. Okay. The best show, like the show, I was like, oh my god, I'm like, you know, down on the floor screaming, was Young the Giant at the Candy Club, and it was a night that Michael was like, I, he didn't know I loved them, and I was like, Michael. Young the Giant is playing Canopy Club. He's like, you want my tickets? I was like, stop playing with me. Like, I was like, I love Young the Giant. Just because, I don't know, they just lift me up.
2: The Canopy Club is, it's one of the few remaining larger venue, like, besides Cranert. So some of the, the draw that they pull in for, like, a college town, we're so fortunate because of that.
0: Of course, yeah. No, we have to be grateful for, you know, the space. It's definitely necessary because, you know, aren't needs to happen like it's a part of the community like so yeah for sure
2: (laughs) you've spent enough time in the champagne urbana music scene how could the champagne urbana music scene do better
0: the music scene specifically i just wish we would work together and not compete i think that is i mean if you don't compete then there are no losers or winners then I feel like there wouldn't be any car accidents either. It would just be this nice, beautiful Dr. Seuss world or something. But like, you know, I feel like we have so much. It's really just doing it for the right reason. It's been my dream. It was a dream uh, right now to be starting this large music forum for our town. I was about to start the gatherings, but we can't gather, (laughs) especially not the Bath group. (laughs) It was just going to be, I mean, nothing like big official, just like, hey, artists, musicians, Like equipment salesmen, like how about we all just like talk about what this is, you know what I mean? And and not let the city and some guy who wants to buy a bunch of land decide what it is and not three stages down at once. Come together and bar managers, I want everybody there, DJs, everybody. I just feel like we could cancel a a lot of the issues maybe some of the bad transactions that have happened, you know, or like just bad exchanges could be avoided because everyone cares about everyone's place. So they all protect the music scene together. I'm like, no, we, we don't, we don't have that here as in or better And I just, I wish we would come together because it, it could, we could save ourselves if we just come together. Everybody's like, so like me, 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 my, 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 and now we're going to lose everything. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? It's hard to swallow. It's hard. It's a so hard for people to swallow. But I think now it's happening forcefully. And I'm, if Mother Nature so says, so be it. Because I need love, and I rather have unity. And if you not unity, then nothing.
2: In general, I mean, we all need to be working so much harder on just being kind.
0: Yeah, like stop. Coming. They just want to be the best, and they want to be the scene. And it's just like. It's so small. You a big fish, and there's this much water. And you might want to just work together and conserve it before it's gone.
2: <laughs> well, and, and just think if if I mean I know that this was in Chicago, but just think if there wasn't that sense from the great thinkers that you could collaborate with them, like if they yeah. were competing with you, like yeah. that would never have happened, right?
0: Yeah. No, exactly. And people will try to say things like that about them, or say things like that about me. And it's like, but we have real life examples of other because we don't, we don't, we're, we're more like, hey, let me hear that verse so I can, so I can show you mine, you know what I mean? So we can see, so we both can iron sharpen as iron, diamond, diamond cut diamond. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, that's, I'm like, man, because that's, but that, that takes some humble and, and lack of putting down pride and ego, you know, it's, it's, cause when it's about the music, it's the universal code, like of love. Like, I don't know, that's how I feel about it. But I know they do too, so that, that is a great example.
1: COVID-19 got you down? You're looking for some music, some video games, Well, Exile Main Street still has all the things you need. New and used LPs, CDs, and video games. Exile Main Street still has something for any music enthusiast and old-school gaming devotee. Exile Main Street is taking orders, making deliveries, and pickups by appointment. They can find just about any music or video game you need. Check out their website, ExileMainStreet.com for links to their Discogs page for new additions. You can also contact them via Facebook Messenger to see what they can find for you. They can also be reached on Instagram, Twitter, email, or phone at 217-398-Main. That's 217-398-6246.
2: Lola, what is your favorite non-musical thing?
0: I love to cook.
2: What do you particularly like to cook?
0: I love Italian food. I love lasagna, pastas. I don't know, but I really love tacos. Tacos above all. I eat tacos every day. Tacos all the time. Mm -hmm. Because the tacos, anything you you make, taco breakfast, lunch, dinner, like, I love tacos. Um,
1: (laughs) Do you have any other favorite non-musical things?
0: I'm a writer. I love to write. I write stories. I write. Poetry. I write all kinds of crazy things. I do, I mean, I do exercises at writing books that prompt me all kinds. of. I just, I love it because it helps me just get ideas. I, my mind has so many flowing at once. So, I, because I'm weird and I seek out all the like expansions of art, especially writing, because this has always been a natural a thing that I just love and it felt, you know, so natural to me. But the notebooks that the page, like the first page starts out with regular lines. And then the next stage, they start changing. And I never force it. You know, it could be short. I more mean, one page might just have one word on it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just because that's how. I'm like that. That is definitely how I look at
2: it. That to me, the way that that sounds, and then you know, I, I I do this, so I I also like to read into things because I guess that's just what this podcast is about. But I kind of feel like, isn't that just how you view people in general? like the way that the way that you view life is that way it's like you take this part it's beautiful and then you take this part and then you make it how how are they connected and then oh there's this other beautiful part that i can like mold in together
0: i have like more books than i do (laughs) choose so like i am a reader i love 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 my favorite author is Henry Miller. I'll just put that out there. Banned text. I feel like he's in the vein of revolutionary writing and art that like, I live and dream to be.
2: Why is it like the stuff that is is banned these days, it's like it's even more important than ever?
0: Banned really means like sacred knowledge or something, you know? Like, I don't know. They've been trying to hold us back for a while now. <laughs> so especially art you know i'm those movies think about you do you remember that movie Equilibrium? and they had them burning all the texts and the art and i'm like and everybody was dressed black white or gray and i'm just like no please no like, i don't know who to call out like please just don't let us get to this point because somebody because i feel like i'm keanu and i'm gonna stop taking this and i'm gonna start a revolution like it's gonna be me
2: y you, you know I also noticed that on your instagram you ha you mentioned that yes you you're a writer you're a performer, but you you also said a healer, so do you wanna say something about that like where does that come from or
0: uh, <laughs> where does it come from? It's kind of above me but uh <laughs> no but in in the sense of like helping people to realize that they can heal themselves. Like I am a, I am an energy director, is what I am. With the, like, I can, I like to help people. Like yeah, like say someone's panicking, you know, or dealing with anxiety, and their, you know, medicine or whatever, you know. It's really just. A whole, it's just, I'm really, it should really just say a good friend. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean? Because I'm like, if you need to hold my hand, if you want to go kick stuff at the park, if you want to go build sandcastles, like whatever that may be, you know what I mean? Like in that sense of like making, just helping you feel your whole self, you know, fill your cup back up again. That's what it is. It's nothing, nothing like scary voodoo burning up shit or nothing like that. Like, I mean, but yeah, no, I, just, I love to be there for my people, and I love to let them know that they're loved. So, yeah, vibe dealer is really what I should say, vibe dealer.
2: <laughs> Lola, honey, thank you so much for being on the show and like talking about your song "Dreams" and like it's it's like initial beginnings and like how the collaboration happened and about your your views on the scene and like the res- great responsibility of like having music as part of us and sharing it your non musical favorite things and like it's just been a treat and i'm so glad that we we're finally able to like reconnect and Yay. um you know cuz i i i like it's been it it's been a pleasure being able to see like new souls play and
0: thank you. I love them so much.
2: So, and and hopefully, you know, we can be all together and seeing each other face to face, um, not screen to screen. And I
0: hope we do it right this time. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Like, so we don't have to go through things
2: like this. Thank you so much for being a part of this, this program. Thank you.
0: Thank you for listening to Champagne is also a band podcast. This is Lola Honey reminding you great music is out there. So go find it where you live.
1: You almost have an NPR voice, it's so good. <laughs> <laughs> Haha Sudio South Beater on the inside.